0: Call it 209 till infinity, friend The party don't stop, the party don't end Now let's let the episode begin What up, what up, what up And uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast As always, it's your boy, DJ Billy A coming to you live from Ione, California. A, and across the way is my man 50 grand. Why don't you get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend?
1: Well, sir, let me tell you who I am. Please. The 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 uh the uh the people. Yes, they call me Mr. Disconnect, that's what they call me
0: mr disconnect yeah
1: really. yeah well <laughs> not really but that's what happens okay. when uh there's some kind of issue with uh right when we start
0: okay there we go <laughs> all right all right
1: what's going on y'all it's your boy savage o'malley aka big Skiz, aka sucker fish sav aka uh the bedroom voice
0: yes
1: uh what's going on man how are we doing
0: uh, we are doing well, my friend. It, it, it's always a good episode when we can come up with another AKA, and now we've got Mr. Disconnect. Yeah, that,
1: that one wasn't planned. All of a sudden, I hit something, and then nothing happened, and I was like, uh, all right.
0: Well, if you're going to have a list of AKAs, you may as well start just producing them on the fly like that. There's and no
1: better one. That's exactly what happened, if, man.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, a hey, technical difficulties happen. We run with it. We make it work. And now it's a part of the show. Like, there we like, go. There we it's go. It's in the fiber and the fabric of what we do, baby. So much Got fiber. So much yeah. fiber. Hey, well, you know, while, while I'm talking to you here, man, you know that we missed someone's 40th birthday. There was a major 40th birthday back in March. Some Somebody that was very dear to us, that we spent a lot of time a lot of our money Just really devoted a lot of effort To this person And I was just wondering if you had any idea Who turned 40 back in March That may have taken our time, money, and effort
1: Time, money, and effort uh, yeah. I mean that's Clearly you're talking about uh, Chris Weber.
0: <laughs> Did Chris Is Chris Weber only 40? No no, 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 no,
1: I have no idea
0: So, uh, March 8th, 1978, the Compact Disc was born. So, on March 8th, the Compact Disc turned 40 years old. And that is something that both you and I not only spent money on, time, effort, collecting, hunting, searching, That technology is just a wee bit younger than you and I, my friend. And that is pretty crazy to think. Yeah. Uh,
1: Happy birthday, CD. Yeah,
0: that's right. Now, not only is it born, but it has pretty much died within that span as well. It's pretty crazy to think about that.
1: Not CD, not CD Lamb, the receiver for the Cowboys. No. Not CD's nuts, which is probably a joke or somebody's fucking fantasy football team name.
0: Chances are, yeah. No, this is I'm talking about the actual compact disc turned 40 years old.
1: Uh, Yeah, this is just a crazy story, dude.
0: Yeah. I Happy told, birthday. I interesting. I mean, when you think about all the time and effort we spent going to Temple Records, going to Tower Records, the pilgrimages that we made. I mean, that was basically where the, our,
1: the warehouse
0: Tower Records no longer exists, right? The warehouse no longer exists. Dimple Records no longer exists. The Beat in Sacramento no longer exists. Sam Goody? No longer exists. Uh, Who else? Circuit City no longer exists. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think something that we spent hours driving it it, it, that's the thing now with streaming nobody knows anymore about having to drive to get that album the day it comes out we'd go to tower records at midnight to get that big album that was dropping on tuesday
1: dude we we would literally like episode one two and nine to infinity podcast we talked about our pilgrimages and western bacon cheeseburgers and to go to tower and to the warehouse and absolutely how many times did we head on down sunrise go to the warehouse look for something they didn't have it what's next right well Uh,
0: what do we do now let's hey
1: let's go hey let's go to greenback let's go to circuit city maybe we'll get lucky right yeah because we don't want to go all the way to tower
0: no, absolutely. But we not. will. <laughs> but we will if we have to because we're down here. We drove. We would drive an hour to get music. And yeah, this is it. What when I saw that it was the CD's birthday, I was like, this is pretty much what the whole our very first episode of the Two Hundred Nine podcast four years ago. Pretty much the whole basis of that first episode is predicated on us talking about making pilgrimages and our love for music, our love for making that trip, no matter what it took to get a cd whether we were trading in cds to get new ones buying used cds buying new cds buying concert tickets so yeah when i saw that the cd turned 40 i was just like that's crazy so here's some dates so it says in 1979 right they did the first tr- test pressing of a recording, richard strauss and alpine symphony so that was the very first cd recorded then in 1981 was the first public demonstration of a CD on BBC TV show Tomorrow's World. Then on August 17th, 1982, the first commercial CD, a 1979 recording of Chopin Waltz's was produced and sold. Classic. Then in October of 1982, the first CD ever was played on BBC national radio. And then in, uh, let's see here. Let me get another one. In 1985, the computer-readable CD-ROM is introduced. Then in 1985, the first CD to sell a million copies on compact disc, Dire Straits, the album Brothers in Arms, sold a million copies. was the first CD to sell a million copies. Then in ni- by 1988...
1: That's a Jeopardy than, question.
0: Yeah, by 1988, more than 400 million CDs... Were manufactured in the fifty pressing plants across the world. Um, yeah, man. So, and then, uh, and then they said in two, by 2014, the revenue from digital streaming—that that was the first time that the revenue from digital streaming matched that of CDs. So, in 2014, that was the beginning of the end for the compact disc. So, from 1979 to 2014. The CD was it. Then come 2014, streaming matched. And from then on, I'm sure streaming beat CD sales after that. And from then on, it's been all about digital and all about streaming. But you got to think that's a pretty good run for a piece of technology. Like, you know, with with, with tech stuff, with techie shit, computer shit, TVs, DVDs, VCRs, whatever you think of – usually they're invented and the moment they drop they're already thinking of something better something new something different so the fact that from 79 to 2014 cds pretty much ran the game that's a hell of a run for as far as a, a that kind of a like that that type of an entertainment tech product goes you know what i'm saying like so i thought that was kind of interesting and kind of cool man because it's something that that I don't remember the last time I even dug out one of my CDs, but I've still got hundreds and hundreds of them up in a closet, as I know you do as well. So I just thought that was kind of an interesting little piece of information, man.
1: Uh, yeah, I got a whole, uh, I got my, uh, my greatest hits over here right behind me. I'm looking at it right now. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six shelves, and almost the shelves are almost completely full yeah and, you know i'm just looking at it right now and 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 i and i just see classics man just like you know from from the big names from your you know from your uh your wu-tang into the 36 chambers the two short get in where you fit in to your right to your uh alcoholics coast to coast your cbo oh. the autopsy it's so good you know what yeah. i mean just you know and i got a whole row of almost 40 discs yeah yeah
0: you know? And that's what I'm saying. And what's interesting now with uh, with this inception of uh, NFTs and Snoop Dogg announcing that he's pulling music from streaming, I feel vindicated. Like, I'm like, ha, you lose Snoop because I've got the chronic and I've got doggy style, you know, and I've got Murder Was the Case on CD. So I still can... St- listen to those in my car so there's a part of me that feels like that old man still has the upper hand you know what i'm saying like you are not gonna beat me you know like it's kind of like that vibe going
1: do you have any cds in your in your um in your collection where like if you ran into somebody that had cds and they had that disc you'd be like they'd 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 immediately get some extra cred with from you Yes. (laughs) Yes, because <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if yeah. I look and looked at somebody's CDs and they had four Eminem discs, that wouldn't surprise me. No, you know what I mean. Oh, but if I but if I ran into a dude and he's showing me his, his collection of CDs and he and I flip past KD, ask gas or cash. Yes, absolutely. I'd be like, my man.
0: That obscure shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100. I felt. I feel that. Way. I felt that way uh, about Chino XL because I felt like not enough people knew about Chino. So whenever I ran into somebody that had that first Chino XL album, here to save you all, I'm like, you know what's up, man. That's what's up. Or if I just mentioned Chino and people were like, oh yeah, that dude's dope, I'd be like, you, you're my people, you know. But yeah it was so rare to run into somebody that actually owned that album that was one of those
1: a like, chino xl isn't that the guy that tupac just randomly threw in to hit him up
0: yeah that he did yeah
1: fuck yeah. chino xl everyone's like what the fuck?"
0: <laughs> who yeah but uh yeah man i thought that that was really interesting because that's such a big part of you and i's history and a part of this podcast history because that's what we based the first episode on that when i saw that the compact disc was uh only seven years younger than me and already pretty much dead at this point for the most part i thought that's kind of interesting man i I gotta bring that up i gotta bring that up so i did
1: well good thing that because the cd is on life support i think
0: yeah it is
1: and maybe you know the the pulling music from streaming is giving it a hope or an opportunity um, yeah. but, uh, it is on life support. And like you said, like, it's kind of, a a big reason of, or, you know, emphasis of, uh, what we do here and, and, and who we are and where the, this, the idea for the two and nine till infinity podcast came from. And with exactly. that in mind, let me say, thank goodness. This podcast isn't based off our history and love of laser discs.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Absolutely. I think it's hilarious uh, every once in a while, and I've probably mentioned this before. But, you know, vinyl has come back now because just, vinyl is just so cool. It's so big, and it's like a piece of art. And there's just something very collectible and amazing about it. It sounds incredible, too. But I'll be going through the vinyl at like a Goodwill or, a, or a, you know, some thrift store. And because laser discs were the same size as vinyl records, They'll get somebody's laser disc collection and just dump them in with the records. And one day I hit like, it must have been 20 laser discs. And it was like GoldenEye, James Bond, uh, Above the Rim, Tupac, like a bunch of them. And I was like, yo, they were like three or four bucks a piece. And I'm like, man, I was a big James Bond fan, big Tupac fan. I was like, I almost just want to buy these just to have them. And I went, Bill. What the fuck are you going to do? Where are you just going to sit those on a shelf somewhere? They're going to gather dust. Don't do it. And I didn't. I walked away. But there's a part of me now that kicks myself for not buying the above the rim one, the Tupac one, man. Just to have that, I put it up on the wall or something because it's Tupac. Uh, Such an iconic role, iconic soundtrack, iconic movie. Uh, And to have it on laser would have been cool. And I went back like a week later and somebody swooped all those up. And I was just like shit man because it's like vinyl you know you open them up and it's got pictures from the movie it's got like stories it tells you like who produced it it has bios on the actor it's it's really cool like but yeah dude it's it's that's a technology that died and will never come back it's not on life support it's just gone you can't if you have a laser disc good luck finding something to watch it on because it's like insane you're not you're not gonna do it
1: Well, I'll tell you this, man, Uh, you know, you sit back and you sit and you listen and, and you talk about the, um, the, you know, the, the CD slash music store slash thrift store, that kind of idea, the regret, like you're like, oh, I should have done it. Then you go back and it's gone. Like, I mean, I think everybody that's done any kind of shopping like that has that story absolutely like you and me went to uh whatever mad monk in modesto
0: yes i
1: had the dangerous crew cd in my hands
0: yes yeah and i was like
1: i'm not paying 12 bucks for you cd dude are you kidding me i know and i was like ah. and then like i literally like went home you went your separate way hours yeah. later i regretted it i was like i'm going back tomorrow i'm to snag it gone
0: yeah, that one is tough to find except like on eBay because I every time I go to a used record store, I look. And it, the thing about it is is there's really only like three real good tracks on it. Right. But other than listening to those three really good tracks on YouTube, you're not getting them anywhere else. Like I said, unless you go on eBay and purchase a used copy of it. And I never I look and I since that day and that was now years and years ago that you and I came across that. I've never seen it since. Never. And what's funny is I have a vivid picture in my mind when you and I used to go uh, to record stores back in the 90s and there was like 50 copies of that album just sitting there and we're like, no, nobody wants that shit. Who wants that shit? You know? I just
1: feel like there is a... And this is what I have in my head. Like, you know... uh, Jim Carrey and Sonic, and he's got like the long mustache, the curls yeah. at the end. Yes. Like the guy who got that's just sitting at his apartment somewhere in Modesto, going, <laughs> 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 "It's mine!" <laughs> and uh, that savage. Yeah. Yeah. I've got yeah, your dude, podcast that. right here, motherfucker, Punk Beach.
0: I look for that one and the other one that I look for, but this other album is streaming, but there's like three or four songs on it that you can't listen to that I really like. I don't know why that happens sometimes on streamable albums. The album will be there, but four or five songs will be blacked out. Uh, It's the Death Squad album with Redman, Eric Sermon, and Keith Murray. Uh, the El Il, the Il Nino album Or is it El Nino, El Nino I'm not sure which But I look for that CD everywhere And at one point, years ago It was like a $1.99 And I saw it And I, they had so many copies And I went, eh, not right now Or I don't know why I just didn't get it And uh, since then Dude, I've looked everywhere For that fucking thing And you cannot find it, man And It's just like one of those ones That's gonna haunt me like you said, somebody's twiddling a mustache somewhere with that CD. And, you know, I, could, <laughs> I could order it on eBay, but I feel like that's a cop out. You know, I want to find it somewhere at a thrift store for a dollar or something. You know, like I feel like it's too easy to just order it from somewhere. I want to find it.
1: Well, as will, uh, as, as me and uh, my good buddy.
0: Oh, you nasty!
1: Like to say, it's the thrill of the hunt, man. It's the hunt. It's Absolutely. the chase, right? Yeah, like just buying, it. like it's almost like cheating. Yes, I agree. By just 100%. being like, buy, like and, and I get it. Like sometimes you just got to pull the trigger because, you know, you're tired of waiting or whatever. Like, you know me, we've talked about Scotty Coop, right? Like I like to find the best deal I possibly can. I don't like to pull the trigger if I feel like I can get it at a certain point at a better price. But occasionally right. you've got to just pull the trigger.
0: Yes. Right? Yeah because you know what happens because there's nothing worse when you see it at one price and then a week later, it, they, they jack it back up on you. Right. You're like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, damn
1: it. Yeah. No, we've talked about that. We're like, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to buy something. Then I go back and I finally got the excess money to buy it because I try to be smart with my money. And then all of a sudden it's $40 more. And I'm like, well, I know I can get it for the... I've seen it for this cheap. I'm waiting till I can get it again. Yeah. And so yeah. that either yeah. happens or I run into a point where then like I just needed need it or I want it so much that I justify my mind paying the other price.
0: Correct. And then yeah, the absolutely.
1: second I do that, then it goes on sale.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's how it works, man. That's how it works. It's a it's a vicious cycle, but uh, you know what? It's like you said, it's, it is. It's the thrill of the hunt. There's something about when you finally do hit it. Like that day that I went to the Mad Monk after we recorded, and I found that 213 album. The Nate Dogg, Snoop Dogg, Warren G album mm-hmm. that is out of print, that is not streamable, that you can't get anywhere. And it was a pristine copy with the cover and everything looked nice. When I found that, I felt like what it must have felt like for a, a, a 49er, like a miner back in the day when they struck gold in a cavern somewhere in California. You know, when they finally hit that massive pager, Eureka, you know. Which is our motto. I don't know if you knew that or not.
1: Yes. It's, it's, it's California's motto. It's not the 209 yes, to infinity motto.
0: No, not the 209. Yes, it's California's motto, which we learned on a previous episode. Yeah. The
1: 209 on. till infinity official motto is, bitch, you know the side, world motherfucking
0: wide. That is it. That is exactly it. Yeah. I, I agree. But yeah, yeah man, it, it felt like I had... Uh, found the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It was like, oh my god. It was was an incredible feeling for somebody like you and I that just is passionate about music and does love the thrill of the hunt. That was like a great day. I copped the record and I found that CD on my way out, not even really intentionally looking. I grabbed a record I wanted, brand new, was paying 30 bucks for it, walked out and just kind of happened to glance down on my way out and there it was. And I was like, oh shit! And that was like that was like incredible like it was a rush i felt so good man. yeah yeah man so anyway yeah long story short happy birthday to the compact disc back in march i feel bad i didn't get it anything i know (laughs) oh you and i have given the compact disc plenty my friend (laughs) no more gifts necessary yeah fair enough
1: i still spend a little time on it every now and then
0: that's right. That's right. We still we haven't let it die yet. Like you said, it's on life support, man. We yeah. haven't turned our backs on it yet. We're still here. We're still here. We're one of the left. Especially the when we go to a concert
1: and, and the artists are slaying them for 10 bucks signed.
0: Yes, that's right. That's that's what it is now. The CD has become an accessory. It isn't so much more the primary way you get your music. It's more like a a, a little piece of merch like, oh, guess what, man? You can get a CD, a T-shirt, and a hat for sixty-five bucks. You want
1: the I'll good news or CD. the bad news? The good news is I just got six bomb-ass Strange Music CDs that I wanted at the Super yeah. Strange Sale, the Summer Strange Sale. The bad right. news is I paid more for shipping than I did the CDs.
0: Correct, and there you have it. And that's it. And that's it, man. So it's like, yeah, you deal with that, or you go to a concert. You know, they'll do the bundle where it's like I've seen where it's like you can get. The vinyl, the tape, and the CD with a T-shirt for a hundred bucks—you know, stuff like that. That's really what it boils down to. Now, it's for collectors. It's somebody that wants to say, "I'm such a big fan. Look what I got." Now, that's that's really where we're at in the music world i think more than any anything else it's it's just a, a piece of merch and a collectible now like but the way i look at it that's how i look at vinyl but i listen to the vinyl still so for me i'd rather just have the vinyl you can keep the tape and the CD. i'm, I'm not really all that interested but uh that vinyl's where it's at for me but yeah man uh, i thought that was kind of interesting so uh
1: and for the record i would have never guessed
0: that <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that the CD turned forty. Well, the compact disc, of course, Bill. Yeah, everybody know, yeah, knew I that.
1: Yeah. I was wondering why you didn't come to the party.
0: Yeah, I figured. It, I figured that might be a little tidbit that you missed out on. I didn't catch it until just the other day. I happened to jump, come across it, and was like, "Oh man, I gotta bring this up." Well, you know what happened on Sunday too. Uh, Jesus rose. Uh, that, that's Easter Sunday. We're getting there. No, we passed that already. That's over. I mean, we're getting uh, there again. I, I, uh, it was National Cinema Day. I mm. reached out to you and wished you a happy National Cinema Day. Is that uh, Saturday was some... or Sunday? Saturday, That right? was, that was Sunday. So, or was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday. I've lost track. What's today? Monday? Yeah.
1: You saw yeah, Saturday be, night.
0: It was Saturday night. Yes. So that's something they just started recently to try to revive the movie theater business industry. Theaters are struggling still. I mean, we've had some signs of life with Spider-Man No Way Home, killing it at the box office, Uh, Top Gun Maverick raking in big-time dollars, but still overall, like this weekend, this Labor Day weekend, was one of the worst Labor Day weekends for films that we've had in years. Uh, Top Gun Maverick did something that only... I forget five other movies have done in cinema history. It was number one for its 15th week of release. Um, And it made something like $6 million or something into that ballpark because movies are just struggling. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but uh, uh, Regal just filed for bankruptcy as a whole, like the company as a whole. They've been closing down Regals left and right, like in little areas. Like my Regal in Jackson shut down, the Regal in Placerville shut down. But to try to save money, they've been doing that. But now they've filed for bankruptcy overall. So this National Cinema Day was to kind of try to appeal to people to say, "Hey, remember? Here it is for three bucks, any movie, any format, three-dollar tickets." And that it, and their goal was to try to get people to come out and remember why they like the movies. And it was also five dollars for a popcorn and a soda or something like that they were doing too. So they made it affordable. And their goal was to try to get those people that now go ah you know it'll stream in a month I don't need to go I'll wait. That was the goal was to try to kind of entice them out and then in the hopes of. Um, rekindling people's love affair with actually going to the movies like you and I dig it still but there's a good chunk of people now that are like yeah fuck that man it's gonna be it's literally the average is about it feels like one to two months I mean Disney plus already had uh is getting ready to have Thor love and thunder and we just watched it it's like on the coming soon list Mm -hmm. already and prior to that the uh Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has been on there now for a couple of months, I think. So it's it's a a quick turnaround. So for a lot of folks, I feel like you know, and the, these companies, Disney don't care. They as long as they're getting their money off the movie, they don't care how they
1: do. Well, I think that what happened was, I think Spider Man was the first one. Yeah, it was the that first, was that was the one that, that, that because it before kind of it was three months. Yeah. After Spider Man, yeah. I think was a month after. Spider-Man
0: No Way Home? Yeah.
1: yeah it, it put Spider-Man. They put it out on Disney Plus and I think it was still in theaters.
0: No No Way Home's not on Disney Plus because it's Sony. The latest so they, one? Uh, yeah, the latest one. It's like on Stars and a bunch of other ones, but not Disney Plus. Disney Plus didn't get No Way Home yet. They got uh, the other two, Far From Home and uh, Homecoming, but they haven't gotten No Way Home yet. Sony's holding out before they let it go to Disney Plus, but it's stars and uh you know apple you can stream it on apple and pay for it and it went they they stars bought it and has the rights to it but it hasn't come to us uh disney plus yet but everything else that disney has their hands on goes quickly and i mean you saw there's that new elvis movie that's only been in theaters a couple months and it's already streaming on hbo max i saw yesterday elvis did really well on hbo max and uh Maverick, Top Gun Maverick, aside from killing it at the box office is uh, the most streamed movie in the United States ever, I read uh, it, it came to streaming and it's it's broken records for the most streamed movie uh, I forget, I've got some notes, I, I went through hold on I can tell you now here are let me give you, I can give you the top 10 movies worldwide and domestic now, where we sit um, on the list. you want to start with worldwide or you want to start with domestic?
1: Mm, domestic's fine.
0: All right, so let's start in the U.S. So this is just U.S. only. The number one movie of all time in the U.S. And this surprised me. I, I, I would have thought, okay, it's either going to be Endgame or Avatar, right? No, the number one movie domestically is Star Wars: The Force Awakens. That really surprised me. I didn't. I, then Avengers: Endgame, then Spider-Man: No Way Home. Avatar is number four on the uh, domestic list. Really surprised me. That means that everywhere else in the world, they loved Avatar a lot more than we. Um, Then number five is Top Gun Maverick. So Top Gun Maverick's only been out a couple months. It's already the fifth biggest grossing domestic movie of all time. Then you got number six is Black Panther. Number seven, Avengers Infinity War. Number eight, Titanic. Number nine, Jurassic World. And number 10, the original Avengers. That's domestically. That's just here in the States. And I got to admit, the Star Wars one surprised me a bit. I like The Force Awakens, but I didn't realize that many other people around in the States liked it that much. Star Wars is huge, though.
1: Right. They always get a big number, even if they're trash.
0: They they do, man. Yeah, Star Wars fans are hardcore. Um, So here's – now here's worldwide. Biggest money-making movies in the world of all time right now. Top ten. Number one. Avatar, because you remember Endgame was number one for a while, but they they did the same thing Endgame did, and they re-released Avatar, and they took back the number one spot. So number one, Avatar, number two, Avengers Endgame, number three, Titanic, Titanic is still holding in as the third biggest grossing movie of all time, uh, number four, The Force Awakens, number five, Infinity War, number six, Spider-Man No Way Home number seven Jurassic World eight The Lion King now that's a movie man that has been how long ago was that to still be hanging at number eight in the world that's pretty impressive to me Lion King was what late 80s no no no, no, no. you don't think so the original Lion King I
1: I'm gonna what, guess I lived,
0: I lived at home with my parents still so I mean early 90s maybe <laughs> I don't know I don't know
1: I'm going to say 92. 92. Are you
0: pulling that up on the computer? Are you seeing that? Is that I'm official?
1: Gonna, I'm going to No, no, no. That's my oh, guess. Okay. That's my guess. You're guessing
0: 92? Okay. I, yeah, that's probably right. I, I've lost track of time, but I'd be curious to see what you get. And that's number the number eight biggest grossing movie of all time in the world. The Lion King. Nine, June yeah, 24th. Uh-huh.
1: 19... 19-
0: Ninety four. Nice. Hey, you were close, man. I said the 80s. So you were a lot closer than I was. But anyway, that that's number eight. Number nine is the original Avengers. And number 10, this one surprised me. The biggest grossing movie in the world of all time. Number 10.
1: Clifford Seven.
0: <laughs> there is a seven. It's funny that you say seven. It's the Fast and the Furious Seven. Furious Seven. I I wouldn't have guessed that. And, you know, after that is Frozen 2 is 11, and Top Gun Maverick is the 12th biggest grossing movie in the world of all time. And that's saying something being that it dropped in May and also saying something that it's not able to, it's not played in China or Russia. Two huge markets for films. Uh, um, Yeah, so that that movie is doing really, really well. And I can tell you that I, um, on National Cinema Day, I, I saw Top Gun Maverick in a regular theater because I, I like you. I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan. I like the I like Last Samurai. I like some, you know, obviously I like Jerry Maguire and, and you know, some of the older stuff. What what's the one? The Rain Man. But basically, lately, all I like that he does is the. I like those uh, Mission Impossible flicks because he does his own stunts. There's good action, good movies. But that's about it lately. I didn't even care for the original Top Gun. It doesn't hold a special place in my heart like it does for a lot of people. I didn't even see it all the way through from start to finish until about three months ago. And I was like, this movie's just okay. I don't get it. What's the big deal? Why are they making? But everybody kept saying how incredible the sequel was. So I ran out and saw it. And I was absolutely blown away by how much I enjoyed it. And then at the same time, I was immediately disappointed because I didn't see it in IMAX. And because I waited so long to see it, it was no longer in IMAX. Well, on National Cinema Day, for $3, they put it back in IMAX, but it wasn't until like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, shit, I really want to see this movie in IMAX. But 10 at 1025 at night. So my wife was like, let's do it. So we came home, just relaxed. She took a nap for a few minutes. We just chilled. We rolled up to the theater, and I can tell you, dude, other than about some sporadic seats here and there, that IMAX at 1025 at night was packed. Packed out. People were applauding, cheering, laughing, and that movie was, I loved it the first time. It blew me away on IMAX. The big wide shots of the aircraft carriers with the jets, with the engines roaring and them taking off and doing barrel rolls and just it, dude, it was insane. And I know, I know you, when I mentioned that movie was coming out, you're like, ah, dude, all it's streaming now. I get it, dude. I, I feel you. Cause I was right there. I was like, what's the fucking big deal about this movie? Is is it that good? And I'm going to make a claim right now for me. This is for me. Cause I know you haven't seen it, but for me in this half of the two Oh nine, I'm saying best movie of the summer. Hands down. Not even close. I know we got a Jurassic Park movie. I know we got uh, some Marvel stuff that came out. But it's not even in the same ballpark. This movie was that good to me, dude. Like, thoroughly enjoyed it and did not expect to. That's when it's even more of a treat. When you go in going, all right, let's get this over with. And then it blows you away. That is a win-win, man. Saw it twice movie of the summer for me man and i'll tell all our 209 fans if you're somewhere where it is still playing on imax get your ass in there and get a ticket it is it is incredibly well worth it for me that's that's my take but you know what i'm saying
1: yeah that's the 104 and a half
0: yeah that's right yeah yeah because you haven't seen it and i did i know you had mentioned you're like ah it's streaming now i'll wait and i'm like dude i i'm telling you savage it's it won't be the same. I know you got a nice TV and you got a great sound system, but, man, on that IMAX. The surround
1: right? sound with a movie yes. feature from Honu Express.
0: I know, dude, but it ain't IMAX, man. I'm just I'm telling you that. It was insane, dude. Those jets rumble and those those engines roar and they're doing those barrel rolls. They're flying past you. It's crazy, dude. It was it was a, one of those movies. It's like I think – everything's been so superhero dominated for so long it's kind of like taken over the film world that i think a big part of this is it's just refreshing to kind of see a good movie that's just about like the military and uh, a fighter pilot and, and love and and you know friendship and but you still get their heroes still but just regular heroes you know like not like i don't know it's just it's kind of a refreshing to see like oh they still can make move regular movies that are really good because it's been a minute since i've seen anything outside of the superhero sci-fi genre that has blown me away like this like and so it was it was it was refreshing man it really was It was a nice treat because i think uh i think it was it's it's nice to see something different you know for a change cleanse the palate as they say a bit it's something new
1: just a reminder if you're in the central valley and you're looking for mo uh home theater experience look up Honu experience they pride themselves on quality workmanship and getting your job done in a timely manner and exceeding your expectations
0: yes you know someday if this podcast ever gets big enough we'll get paid to do that that'd be pretty incredible
1: 209-910-HONU that's 209-910-4668 HONU experience if you're looking for a whole new experience with home theater,
0: yay, man, that was good, dude. You're a pro. I, I almost want to pay you for that. That was awesome. I mean, yeah, but no, I've been. I can tell you this. I've been to your house, and I have watched a movie at your house, and the sound system is incredible. And I'm not knocking what that guy does, but you know how IMAX is, dude. It's just that it's next level shit, man. It's crazy. Like, unless you got a you know 800 inch tv you know and it's just nuts well
1: a fellow listener brought this up to me a couple weeks ago and i forgot about it uh when we were talking but now i'm gonna just reiterate and this has nothing to do with maverick or anything but nothing you say about movies matters until you've watched the godfather i forgot about that
0: (laughs) got you got you yeah yeah no, I'm getting there. I think I had started on the down the path of trying to catch up to that, and then shit got crazy. But I did watch Heat, and I did watch Casino. Oh man, I love me some Heat, dude. Yeah, no, it was great, and Casino was really good too. So next is Goodfellas. I know I noticed that uh, Goodfellas is back on Netflix again, or it was. It's on one of the streamers. Why you yeah, so- even getting get
1: involved with that broad anyway? Because <laughs> she's got a great
0: ass, yes.
1: and you got your head. All the way up it. Hiroshis, That's right. <sighs> so good. Um, yeah man. yeah, man. Those are on my list. There Those you go. The two. Yeah,
0: they're on my list. Um, so
1: I got a couple things I want to tell you, but we also want to talk about She-Hulk. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I don't know how long She-Hulk's gonna take. Uh, I can tell you this: I'm gonna give you guys a little spoiler alert. The little She-Hulk review we're gonna give is way more positive than i thought it was going to be a month ago
0: agreed here uh, same same on my end as well, I well i'll agree. tell you
1: what why don't we slide into she-hulk and then that'll go tell me how much time we have to tell you yeah. one or two of the stories
0: yeah i think i think uh i think there isn't a whole heck of a lot for me to say on on my end except that i was just really surprised i think what i said about um maverick applies to she-hulk as well this really isn't a superhero show per se it's actually a show about a lawyer a lawyer who just happens to to be a hulk But really, she's very reluctant. She does not want to use her power. She does not want to be a superhero. She does not want to fight crime. She's passionate about law. She's passionate about being a lawyer. She loves what she does. That's what she wants to do. And it's actually a good show based on that. I like the actress. If she wasn't a Hulk, well, the thing is, the Hulk aspect is what drew me into the show. What's sad is I probably wouldn't have watched it if it wasn't called She-Hulk. But now knowing this actress and knowing what the show is about, um, I, I would watch just a lawyer show with this young lady and it's interesting. But, you know, the Hulk aspect is entertaining, but it she, she's not like jumping around and, and fighting bad guys. She's actually going to court and trying to figure out a case and solve that case while dealing with the day to day. Uh, annoyance really of being the she-hulk like you know everybody wants to talk about her she's in the news she's in the papers she's across all the social media and she wants nothing to do with that she really just wants to be a lawyer and forget about that shit completely and you know they leave you wanting more i don't know if you've noticed that but maybe it's because i've been watching the boys where every episode's like almost an hour especially the last few it feels like she-hulk starts and it's over like, before, I'm like, I looked at my wife after the third episode. I'm like, is that it? It's done? Like, so I'm clearly into it. Uh, I'm enjoying it. And, and they leave me wanting more every episode. So, yeah, man, I uh, I got to say, when they said it was going to be like Ali McBeal with the Hulk or Sex and the City meets the Hulk, I was like, oh, my God, that sounds awful. That just sounds horrible. Uh, it's different. It's uh, it's it's well acted, well written entertaining and I, I can't wait for episode four I'm, I'm i look forward to it every wednesday i really do thursday is the thursdays it okay is. well I, I look forward to it on thursdays then. yeah
1: <laughs> i only know that because i came home and was excited for yeah i was like wednesday i i don't have softball this week i'm gonna get home it's hot i want to stay inside i'm gonna watch the show and yeah. uh then i'm like oh it's not on until tomorrow. Cool. Great.
0: Uh, okay. You're good. Yeah. So
1: what'd you think, man? Well, let me just tell you this. Um, the first preview and, 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 and this is the thing, right? We've, we're in this, we're in this weird spot and we've kind of talked about it where like we're in a transition period and we feel like, you know, as much as we love Marvel, sometimes we feel like stuff's getting shoved down our throat, but then not really. Cause it is part of the character. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the yeah, agenda, yeah, yeah. if you will. And yeah. uh I will say this. The first trailer I saw, I was like, yeah, hard pass. I don't think I'm going to watch that. Agreed. And then I, agree. I think it was maybe a month or two later, a new trailer came out. And I saw the second trailer and I think I shot it to you and I was like, this looks way better. Yes. Yeah. And if but, thi- yeah. if this is what it is, I'm in. And I'm going to at <laughs> least watch the first episode. And, and then I they think dropped
0: the com- yeah, cause that was a common feeling. That first trailer got blasted. And yeah, I and I was like, nope.
1: This they had looks to do terrible. Cleanup.
0: They had to do cleanup real quick on that one, I think.
1: And then the second one came out, and then the third trailer right before they dropped the first episode came out, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm in. Like this looks funny. It looks entertaining. It's got, you know, some stuff that we know and some new stuff. And so I was in, and then uh I'm the same way. I I think it is fun. I think it is entertaining. I think it's uh, funny. Um, yeah. I, I just in thoroughly enjoy the character. I enjoy, you know, and and, and there was one episode, like, and, and here's the thing, right? We've had three episodes, right? Right. And, and my favorite, this is absolutely my favorite thing about it by far, is that I talked to you about it, right? So, you know, the fourth wall, right? Yes. Yep. She breaks the fourth she wall. She breaks the fourth wall. And talks to the camera right. and she does it in a funny way and in yeah. a sarcastic way. Yep. And like, I really like it. And she, you know, there's this one, by the way, spoiler alert. If you haven't picked up on this, we're talking about a little bit about the show in the third episode. I'll give you 10 seconds to pause if you haven't seen it, but I'm just going to give you an example of the fourth wall. She's driving and she breaks the fourth wall and starts to talk to the camera. And it's like right. I know you guys are thinking, but this is a lawyer show. This is not a cameo show. Right. Where you just constantly see people from all the Marvel things that we know. I mean, except for episode one, which was Bruce Banner. Right. And then yeah. episode two, which was you know, uh Abomination. Abomination. Yeah. And and, yeah. and episode three, which was wong. But right. seriously, this is a lawyer show. Like you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like funny yeah. because it's making fun of itself in a in a healthy way. Yeah, and they don't
0: do it too much. Like, she's not constantly looking at the camera and talking to the camera. It's just enough. I feel like they're doing it just enough. Right. So, yeah, I really liked it. I liked the family dynamic. I liked that we got to meet her family. I think it was episode two. She goes home for family dinner. And I love that the father is, uh, uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but he was uh, cousin Larry. On uh, Perfect Strangers with him and Balky. I don't know if you remember that show back in the day. Uh Larry. Larry. I just used to love Perfect Strangers. But he's in it. And the whole family was great. The dad. They, her, and, her and her dad have a touching moment. There's a, just a lot of things you don't generally get in a Marvel. Like, I don't know if we've met any of the other superheroes' parents other than to learn that they're dead most of the time, right? Like, right. most of their parents are dead or we just never meet them. So we're getting to know her like she's trying. She wants to date and she wants to just have a job. And these are things we don't see of Marvel superheroes. None of the other Marvel heroes have a job. How the fuck do they make money? They're just heroes all the time. I don't know what they do when they just need to go to the grocery store and pick stuff up. How does that work? I don't know. So it's this facet is interesting and it's different. And I think that's what makes it good. Like, I don't know if I would have liked it as much now that I'm thinking about it. If she was like, I'm going to join the Avengers and I'm going to go kick a bunch of butt, and like fight bad guys. I'd have been like, I'd rather just see the Hulk do that, you know, really, in all honesty. So but seeing her as a lawyer, just trying to not be that. I think that's what makes it work, which is what I didn't think would work. But it does in a, in, a, in a big, bad way. I-
1: well I'll tell you this man I very much enjoy it like you said I'm looking forward to next Thursday very much I can't wait I'm yes. looking for- it's the first show in a while where I'm like oh it's Wednesday or oh it's yeah. Thursday Yeah. right and so I very much am excited about it I uh, I, I very much and and, and and this is very similar to another conversation that I've had with you and we've talked about on the show I love when the shows are within the Marvel Universe and they talk yes. about it like it's in the universe. So it's like in this world right. that we know, right? Yeah. They're yeah. referencing 2002 or two, whatever, you know what I mean? Yes. Or 2014. Yeah. They're referencing like this is normal. like, And I know this is a movie and you know this is a movie. But it's also right. this universe that we've been in for, what, 15 years now? Yeah, whatever it like is. That. Yeah. So it's this yeah. universe that we've lived in. We know it's not real, but it kind of is real in the sense of we know everything that's happened, man. We've seen everything from aliens and and, and domestic terrorists and the guys sitting down eating shawarma. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. We, we, yeah. so so when they reference stuff like within this universe that we are so in love with and familiar with, I love it. So and they yeah, and they I, certainly do that.
0: Yeah, the connectivity is uh, is awesome. And I, and I got to say, I think it's been a little more lacking in the movies lately. Like there wasn't much, there was really no connectivity in like uh, um, the Eternals. And you really didn't get a lot in Shang-Chi other than you got a little Wong at the end and they brought in the guy the actor who played the mandarin but there really wasn't a lot that was their own little world so it's kind of like we we briefly have kind of stepped away from that in the movie world and so there was kinda, cer-
1: there was certainly nothing wrong with that
0: no 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 yeah yeah <laughs> nice Dang nice yeah. Well, well played so yeah it's, it's kind of like coming home again with this show it's like you got to see bruce and you know it's the smart hulk and he turns into bruce and but they're family more than they are superheroes. You know, he's trying to train her, but it's like the big, big brother, little sister role. I know they're cousins, but he's like the older cousin, and she's the little kid. And he's trying to teach her. And they're annoyed with each other and picking on each other. It was, as yeah, a cool dynamic, man. A cool show. Well done. I, uh, again, just like Top Gun Maverick. just it's cool to be surprised by something like that like you go in thinking one way and you come out just being blown away and like totally enjoying it right i am man and that's the best like you go in with zero expectations and and they they knock it out the park it's like hell yeah dude do it again let's go i'm in yeah so yeah man i i'm enjoying it i'm glad you're enjoying it too
1: looking forward to the next uh i'm assuming probably three shows
0: yeah, I'm guessing guess it's a six, a six, pop. six Yeah, that's that's where what they've been ha- hanging with us for. And these episodes seem really short. So um, yeah, yeah, they're around forty,
1: I- and then there's a and there's a flashback to what happened already, and then you know they cut it six minutes before. Right, and then there's and a, most
0: of them have little tag scenes yeah, at the end. Yeah. Have you been watching through the credits? They all they'll have something funny at the end. Like so, there's definitely if you haven't watched it, keep watching because they do little. It's nothing that you have to see, but they're fu- it's little funny stuff after the credits. So
1: so there it is. If you like uh, the 209 Cosign for sure on She-Hulk.
0: Yep, absolutely. Check it out. Well, we're checking out. And uh, on my end, Top Gun Maverick go see it on the big screen while you still can because i uh, it won't be quite the same on tv I, in, the, uh,
1: that much. in the in uh, the same realm of things and we've talked about this i'm not going to get too far into it i also started watching miss marvel cuz it is connected and uh, same kind of thing with miss marvel it got really bad reviews before it and then it came out and then as it progressed like people started saying a lot of good stuff about it i've been uh, hearing
0: good things yeah. yeah
1: so i started it uh, I am. I believe I'm in four episodes in right now. Um, and uh, it's certainly entertaining. It's not the best, but I'm only halfway through it. But the story is pretty good. Um, it's certainly a um, a show about inclusion. And, um, right. you know, one thing that OU Nasty talked about is that he heard before and he asked me is, like, with all the younger kids, like, is it, it almost kind of got the feel like of an after-school special almost? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. so I said, you know, it's not really like that, but there's certainly like, you know, you're dealing with high school age kids. So there's a little bit of that. And and I know we all know what's coming. You know, they're setting up the Young Avengers and all that stuff. So and realistically, we're going to be involved in that and we're going to watch it. So you might I might as well we might as well start fig- watching that and figure out what's going on, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's what I've heard. It's, it's again, kind of similar to she-hulk what i've been hearing is it's what it you know you're getting the perspective of a teenage girl who just wants to you know survive high school and all of a sudden she's a superhero so there's that aspect going on i haven't watched it yet but i've i've heard that it's just as much uh, about teenage life and and what teenagers go through in school as as it is about a superhero show i don't know that's just what i've heard
1: i'll say this it's entertaining i'm enjoying it it's not uh it's not the best, but also it's not certainly not the worst. So,
0: and how many episodes in are you?
1: I'm, I'm, I'm on the fourth one, so I've watched three four, uh, four
0: out of six. Yeah, your boy four traveling Sav
1: uh, went to Seattle last week, right? And so, I uh, downloaded the first two episodes of She Hulk because I was behind, and I watched those two on the way to Seattle, and then I downloaded the first two episodes of uh well i thought i downloaded the first two episodes of miss marvel i only downloaded apparently one and a half so i only watched the first one on the way home and then uh, i watched a couple since i've been home but uh and then i this was the third week of hulk so i caught this week's hulk when it came out on thursday so um so yeah man i uh, I did a little catching up and it's certainly one of my favorite things like when i do travel uh you know they have the movies and stuff like that that you can get on the for free now on the planes and stuff but yeah. In this day and age where you can just download and put stuff right onto your phone that you've already paid for or that you stream. Like it's yeah. nice because you can catch up on stuff and things like that. So uh, my only problem that I have with that, um, and this is a funny thing, is sometimes you watch stuff and you don't really know what's coming up. And you can um, – uh, you got to remember like there's people around you and people tend to like look at other people's screens and stuff like that. Yes. So you gotta be careful with what you're watching. <laughs> yeah, oh
0: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I, uh, Your was, nosy
0: neighbor might Yeah, I was on I was
1: catching up. up on Animal Kingdom, uh, and uh, which we talked about last epi- last episode. I watched I caught up on that when I was on I went to the Alabama trip a couple weeks ago. And uh, there's so there's three brothers uh, in the toward the end that are left of uh, the brothers from the uh family and um, one of the brothers is gay, and they are not shy okay. about any sex scenes, whether it's hetero or not. And right. obviously, it's on TNT, so it's not full sex scenes, but it's enough. You know what I mean? No,
0: and you know, TNT and those channels, they really started pushing
1: the Oh, Oh, they, they as certainly pushing the boundary. So I'm sitting yep. there watching it, and I'm like, oh, shit.
0: All of a sudden, there's gay
1: sex on <laughs> my <laughs> which is which is fine. Like if that's your thing, do your thing. Like I'm not judgmental. That being said, I'm sitting there, and you know, there's a seven year old to my left holding a teddy bear, watching this guy. You know what I mean? And I'm like, hey, yo, <laughs> hello, hello. Yeah. So, uh, hey, before we get out of here, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the second. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the short story. Uh, okay. The next the story for next week is really really like. It's kind of mind-blowing. It's I'm I'm going to tell you and I'm going to leave you with one word. Are you ready? Ready. okay. I I lied. I'm going to leave you with multiple words. Okay. Blown away in my 40s.
0: Blown away in your
1: 40s. Yeah, there there it is. Okay. Bring that and up and I and I'll tell you and I'll tell you the story. It's 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 an interesting. It's certainly certainly um, a, uh, a, I'm, I'm opening up about something that happened in my life and I certainly want to let like I, I hopefully this I, and I know this person doesn't listen so I don't feel like and I'm not saying anything that's going to be disrespectful or anything like that you know but uh, it's something that I definitely uh, was blown away by hence the uh, okay. the the, uh, the phrase
0: so if I bl- if I bring up blown away in your 40s when we rec- whenever we record next week that's going
1: to cue a story. Oh, I certainly will not forget.
0: All right, cool. I love it. I'll remember too. I got to log that in my brain. I'm getting old. Log it up, it, log it yeah. up and log it out. Log it up, log it in. Let so me begin. I, uh, I got to see, C- that that's a sin.
1: There you go. Uh, last Seattle or last Tuesday, I go to Seattle. I come home. It's a one day trip. It's a long day. It's not that bad. There's no time zone, right. all that stuff. So I come home Wednesday. I got to go to work. I got a big court date, right? So I'm sitting there yep. and, uh, same kind of thing. You got you got spying eyes, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm sitting there, and uh, I've got my phone on silent. I'm smart enough to know that, but it still you know still lights up when it rings, even if it's on silent, right? Or or yeah. or like no sound at all, it still lights up when it's ringing, right? So I get a phone call from. Oh, you nasty! And okay. that and that's what his name is in my phone with a picture. It's actually the uh, uh, the picture. Uh, it's a picture of him holding mercy. The night my dad passed away, he came over and took care of Mercy, and I was really worried. Like, obviously, I was dealing with the dad stuff, but then like I bounced. Like, I don't know when I'm gonna be home. This is a long day. I was really worried about Mercy, and Mercy went up to him, let him take her, let her take him out, and then like he was holding her like outside in the backyard, and he took a picture like to just show me, hey, she's good, and that like it's my favorite, one of my favorite photos in the world. Anyway, um, nice. Um, so. Anyway, my phone lights up and it's, oh, you nasty, right? And I immediately, like, uh, my reaction is I'm in court. I'm like, I I silence it and, like, darken the screen, right? Right. Not because I'm anything. I just, you know, I'm in court. Like, I'm sitting in the gallery. I'm waiting for my case to be called or whatever. I'm sitting next to a couple people. Right, yeah. Yeah, And uh, one of my coworkers turns over, colleagues, and turns over and goes, who is that? And I was like, what? He says, who is that? i was like oh it was my friend he's like a girl and i was like what she's like do you have nicknames for all the girls in your phone and i was like i mean yes but like that wasn't a girl and she's like oh it wasn't and i was she's like and i was like no she's like i just saw it say nasty and i was like and i was like damn and i was like all right so here's the deal dude so i'm sitting there in court in the back of the courtroom whispering to the because they're doing another case and i'm not supposed to be talking i'm whispering to my colleague explaining to her why yeah. my friend nick is called oh you nasty because yeah i'm like all right so here's the deal man nick's one of my yeah. best friends and we golf together we play video games together we play softball together like we're homies man we're like right and so when yeah. I do something good or when something, like, he's always been this, like, something will happen. It'll be amazing. And he'll just be like,
0: oh, you nasty.
1: Right? And I so then I started yeah. calling him that. And she was yeah. like, oh, oh, so it's like a nickname. I was like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I have nicknames for, like, everybody in my phone. Like, and I was like, I got a guy named DJ Billier. I've got somebody called uh, The Giving Tree. I've got, you know, all these things, right? Like, right, I give right, people right. nicknames right and I was like oh you nasty so it was just really funny to me that I'm sitting there explaining yeah why I have somebody's name in my phone as oh you nasty in the back of a courtroom
0: <laughs> and I'm whispering you're, you're getting the third degree not from a lawyer but at the back of a courtroom from a co-worker right yeah
1: you <laughs> know and, and and I really wanted to be like first of all why are you looking at my phone
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was just like, whatever. Secondly, I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, yeah. and nothing but the truth. So help First me of all, yeah.
1: ma'am, yeah. it's not yeah. a girl. I don't have a yeah. girl's name in my phone as
0: nasty. Yeah. All right. But from now on, when you call, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they call me Savage O'Malley, aka Big Skis, aka Big Nasty. Yeah. But you know what I mean? That's a nickname, man. That's a aka right absolutely so anyway i thought it was it now she does and i was like it was so funny to me and i and as i'm driving back home on wednesday i called nick and i'm like yo i gotta tell you this story dude and i'm telling him and he's like busting up because you know it's funny like the idea of scott sitting in the back room explaining why he has somebody named nasty in his phone yeah yeah while he's whispering while they're doing another court case
0: yeah I'm like and she just in her mind she probably thought oh this is some girl that is Yeah like oh is this is this who Scott is is this is, yeah.
1: I thought I knew Scott he's been working with me almost a year and a half This guy's over here like what a what a phone full of hose Yeah that's right <laughs> Yeah
0: And I literally yeah. like
1: bent over and I'm like leaning next to her I'm like okay so here's the thing I have this guy yeah. right he's my friend like that's how I'm talking yeah. yeah i'm whispering i'm like all right so every time he did something great i'm like oh you nasty so that's what i put his name in my phone as because that's like his catchphrase that's his saying right Right. and i'm like at this point i'm like trying to make sure nobody else is hearing me because i'm not trying to talk to right you know right
0: yeah that's hilarious dude that's good but yeah you kind of needed to explain yourself you don't want that thought in your mind forever like yeah, it was really nothing you could do there other than what you did. Really. I mean, that was it. Yeah. You had to.
1: Right. So anyway, that's the uh that's the uh the short the short story. I had two stories. One of them was the certainly the
0: explaining the OU nasty in court to my colleagues. Yes. And then uh, and next week I will bring up blown away in your 40s.
1: Yeah. It's and a yeah, uh, it's a timeless tale. I'll give you a little bit of a hint. It's about okay. uh, the dating life or potential dating life of Savage O'Malley.
0: I love it. I can't wait, man. I'm stoked for next week. Now I'm I'm in. I'm on board, baby. Let's do it. Hey, happy Labor Before Day, right on, by man. the way. Yes, happy Labor Day. That's right. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I've been working, so I've been laboring. So it's... Uh, <laughs> went to the grocery store, been doing real estate stuff. Just It's currently 111, so I guess I'll wait till about uh, midnight to walk the dog again. So... That's where I'm at now
1: well there we go man uh yeah. next week we'll talk a little bit uh certainly gonna get into my story um we got so, we got a big end of the year we're we're, we're already into September guys insane things yeah, are popping crazy. off things are popping Kids are back in off.
0: School, works in full-fledged hell it's almost fall don't feel I know it doesn't feel like it but believe it or not. There, I, I was at uh, Sam's Club today. The Christmas trees are out already, baby. It's hey,
1: insane. the Christmas trees are out, but meanwhile, old Father Nature's sitting up there twirling his mustache going <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your pumpkin spice can wait. Yeah, not so fast on that pumpkin latte, motherfucker. Yeah, it's 112. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. it's it's hot as hell today, dude. But yeah, man, so I'm stoked for next week. I can't wait um when I get back I'm leaving for the Russian River to do a little camping for my wife's birthday, so I may have some stories there about what goes on with that. Uh, But, yeah, looking forward to it, man. I can't wait. All right,
1: buddy. Well, get us the heck up on out of here and let us celebrate the rest of this Labor Day in peace.
0: You got it. In the immortal words of my man George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it is not good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Peace out, y'all. Oh, you nasty. Oh, you nasty.